Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave. This is Sports Guy David here with my co-host Lucas Reyes for episode three of the Charge Up Charger podcast. Hashtag Sadboy3000. Lucas Reyes, how you doing? Doing okay. Could be a lot better if we won yesterday, but we have a lot to talk about. Lots to unpack. Let's, talk, let's start unpacking. Initial reactions, Lucas, what were they? Come on. Um, I mean, everyone who saw the game knows it was a very sloppy game. We couldn't get out of our own way. Made too many mistakes. Forget the flags on the those drives that took away touchdowns. We just came out flat. We should have steamrolled this team. We had we were controlling this game. We should have been ahead by a lot, but you know this. We just couldn't get it done. Plain and simple. Mine was a little bit like that as well. I was eating some really trash food. Plus the Chargers were losing. I had a really <laughs> shitty TV. I was looking at overall. <clears throat> I was disappointed. Hence, yeah. I am hashtag Sadboy3000. Get the tissues ready. I was crying. Here we go. It, well, it was a typical Chargers loss. You felt that way going, like, just watching the game go on. Like, dude, we're letting the Lions hang here. That We weren't putting them away. It just felt like it was going to come down to this. And It was and, a little deja vu for Charger fans, if yeah. you know. Moving yeah. on to the negatives and some positive. I mean, the negatives you mentioned a little earlier, the penalties. Back to back plays 20 mm-hmm. plus yard touchdowns almost the same play with two two different guys justin jackson austin eckler these guys are rock stars but came back on a on a block in the back which by on santevi which i think that was on the second one that got called back but i didn't i didn't it was very minor that was very minor yeah and then a block in the back from Dontrell inman which was not even there dude it's pushing yeah. it it was pushing it he put his hand on his back with no it looked like he wasn't even pushing. He just put his hand back, like when you run into someone, you got your hand there, just you know, just to know that you're there. And then later in that drive, Austin Eckler jumped over the pile like he did on his first touchdown in the first quarter and fumbled it. Mm-hmm. That was, I think, took away the momentum, any momentum if there was any momentum from us. And um, it took it took it took my heart as well as with the momentum for the chargers. It was the dagger. I think that was the biggest negative or one of the biggest negatives in this game. Yeah. And then you can't forget about the missed field goals too. I mean, Ty Long had a great week one. He was special teams player of the week for the AFC. And then he misses two, two chip shots, two gimmies, and he pulls them both left. You know, we just couldn't get catch a break. And I can't put the blame on, Anthony Lynn, because those are those are plays that the players have to make. You're at the one yard line, you have to score the touchdown. You're getting chip shots on field goals, you have to score, you have to make those field goals. That's uh, 13 potential points right there that we would have stealed the game away. And another negative I had was terrible time management in the final first two minutes of the first half when the Chargers were backed up in their own near their own end zone. And they, they started real conservative. I think it was like two running plays just right up the middle. And then they get a deep out route on third down to Keenan Allen. And all of a sudden, that starts the drive. Who who knows if the play calling was more aggressive in the beginning if instead of a field goal at the end, they get a touchdown. Because they do get a field goal with a bomb to Mike Williams down the sideline to get in field goal range. But I don't know. You, I feel like if you have the final two, and you have the ball in the final two minutes of the first half, why not be aggressive? I know they were backed up, but if you look at the game, 
you know, uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Thirteen to ten, you wish you could have came with more points on every single drive. So you're saying that you wish they got a touchdown instead of a field goal? Yeah, I mean, if if they, I feel like if the if they came out, you know, wanting to wanting to attack more, because I feel the the reason why they came with, away with a field goal is because they got. I want to I want to say lucky, but because they got that big shot down the field to Mike Williams, if they would have actually started out the drive wanting with the mindset wanting to attack downfield wanting to get in the end zone I think they would have came away with one in the first half it was all chargers it, it was it was a chargers game oh okay I'm getting you yeah I feel like they could have went more aggressive but I'm glad you brought up Mike Williams he's one of the the few positives in this game I have is Mike Williams he was limited um plays and he was questionable coming in but he came in with a big one like you said he had a a 47-yard diving catch to get Ty Long, Ty Long in field goal range. He also had a couple, two other catches, total up 83 yards. So um, he he was a great positive. Keenan Allen also was great, eight, mm-hmm. eight, eight receptions, 98 yards, but he was targeted 15 times. A couple of those were on Phillip Rivers. A couple of those were on Keenan Allen. Now, this receiving core, if you look at the stats, all I see in the stats is Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, right. Austin Eckler. I think we got to be more versatile on the passing game. Dontrell Inman, we got him on free agency. He he had little to none um, mm-hmm. contribution. He had one catch for 28 yards on two targets. Other than that, Virgil Green, one yard, nine, nine, one target, one reception, nine yards. Justin Jackson, one reception, five yards. Derek Waugh, one reception, three yards. Travis Benjamin, who I thought was going to have a big game, had two targets thrown at him. And no receptions, no yards. I, yeah, go two on. weeks in a row when Keenan Allen seems to be the only wide receiver that can get open consistently. I mean, plain and simple, like you said, we need to get the ball out to more of our receiving core. There's no more Hunter Henry for now, and it just—I just can't help but wonder—is having no Melvin Gordon affecting the passing game? Does having only Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson limit the playbook? I mean, how how come it's only Keenan Allen getting open? And he was getting open against Darius Slay, who's a, who is not a scrub. He is a good cornerback. But that means the other receivers should be getting open too. The, you saw Keenan Allen get triple covered at the end of the game. And Mike left, William, Mike Williams and was wide open. And I think it was Virgil Green too oh, was Virgil open. Green. Yeah, right in the middle. And, yeah, right in the middle. I mean, Phillip got tunnel vision there and he throws a bad pick. But I feel as if... If everyone else was in getting open as well in the beginning of the game, throughout the game consistently, then Phillip was not staring down Keenan the whole time. Still, no, no excuses for Phillip. That was a that was a bad throw. Everyone knew it was going to be bad. He was eyeing him down from the snap, from the beginning of the snap. But going back to the receivers, we just need more people getting involved. And I don't know, maybe they're just Ken Wisenhunt is missing Melvin Gordon a little bit more. I'm glad you brought up Melvin Gordon, but let me go to the receiving too. They brought up Andrew Patton, my um, off uh, my preseason favorite. I like this dude, and they didn't put him in. They didn't even. They didn't even. They brought this dude up and didn't even want to try him out, not even for a target. I mean, if you, if you're bringing this dude up, give give these guys chances. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know with the receiving core, but that. But I'm glad yeah. you brought up Melvin Gordon because there's a couple things we could do. One, wait Melvin Gordon out, maybe. Week eight, he comes back, or I heard that report's false, or it doesn't come back at all. Or we could trade him. Now, this trading him, um, 
Tom is not usually Tom Telesco is um is not famous for trading away their stars. No. Not at all. No. They're not even trading at all. But if he is going to make a trade, I think it has to be now. But how long can this band-aid last? Like you said, I think Melvin Gordon, like you said, Melvin Gordon might be limiting them. And if we trade him away and, he, and and say he wanted to come back, maybe we get more versatile, we get our offense flowing. But if we trade him away, we wouldn't know. And who we get back, um, for instance, maybe Fitzpatrick, um, I believe that's his name, right? From the, yeah, from the Dolphins. The from the Dolphins corner, star stud and wants out. And we're going to be – I mean, Adrian Phillips just broke his forearm. Yeah, Another negative. So I think there should either be a trade. I think it has to be this week. If it, if a trade's going down, it has to be this week. If not for a corner, it has to be for offensive line. That offensive line is getting tore up. And Lions are – well, the, the Lions' pass rush was okay. But later in the season, we're going to be versing some great, great pass defenses. And those screens work, but I'm not for long. I mean, those screens do work, but not for long. Another negative, like I mentioned earlier, Adrian Phillips is out, star stud, special teams, pro bowler, filling in for Durham James, out yes. indefinitely. Well, so now what do you think the Chargers should do? Free agency, and I know you want to talk about them rookies. Yeah, I, I don't know if we want to make a trade right now because Melvin Gordon, I think he does have some, some stock. You know, in the, for the, There might be a market for him right now. But I don't. I don't want to trade for defensive back if we do make a trade. I mean, what, what about what about um, our draft picks and Adderley and Tranquil? I mean, we talked about how these guys should be working their way up to get their starting job. I think Drew Tranquil has a really big shot of of making it in the starting lineup for the linebackers. I mean, I didn't see it in the first week, but Thomas Davis did look a step slow this week. I thought so, and there were there were some plays where they were getting nice yards on the run. But for the most part, I gotta say our defense really held up. If we're if we're if we're being positive, they only scored 13 points. They only gave up one touchdown uh, near the end. They had a touchdown earlier in the game, but it was a missed extra point, I believe. Yeah, Matt Prater. But it's only 13 points. You expect this offense to to pick it up to score more than 10 points a game. If a defense allow, allows only 13, then then you would think the offense did not perform. And yeah. now, an- another um, positive I had, though, um, was, I think, overlooked by a lot of people, is Dan Feeney. He kind of looked good, uh, especially on run-blocking yeah. plays. I thought, I thought, I mean, I, there, was some, there were some camera shots of him jawing with other players on the Lions, and you see him have a little bit more responsibility on the offensive line with Pouncey. I, I don't know. I, I just... That's, if we're going to take anything positive, and it's from the O-line, I just want to highlight this because a more confident guard is something that we definitely need. So shout out to Dan Feeney because I think, I think our run game, our running offense, um, our schemes on, on them are actually really good. Yeah. I, I, like, I like the offensive line. It's screen pass. They're really good blocking downfield. Mm-hmm. One's out in open field, and I mean a couple holding back or uh, black – Blocking in the back calls just hold us back. But I just want to review our injury list here. We got Michael Davis doubtful. He was this was his status before the game. Doubtful didn't play. Mm-hmm. Michael Badgley questionable. Jatavius Brown questionable. Wardrick Teamer questionable. Mike Williams questionable. He did play. Den- Denzel Perryman, I believe he got some playing time. Hunch Henry out. Jeremy Davis questionable. Isaiah Rochelle questionable. Also came in the game. Trevor William injury reserve with the quad. 
Derman Will- Duran James out, Trevor, um, and then yeah, Trevor Williams out. So half of those guys are our cornerbacks. So I think a free agent signing maybe of like a Eric Berry. Um, Marcus Gilchrist is still a free agent. He was a Charger. He had, uh, I believe, five interceptions in his career, four-year career as a Charger. He's 30 years old, but I think he still got it. He played with the Raiders and got three interceptions with them last year. I, I don't know. Maybe we need, we need to do something. We've got to make a move, call some dudes yeah, up. Free but, agency signing somewhere. Yeah, but I also, like, like I said, I didn't elaborate on Adderley. When is Adderley going to get in? We saw Rayshon Jenkins play, uh, get an interception. He played it beautifully. He was r- playing right down the middle. There was two streaks going, but he stayed right. The, the Lions quarterback, Stafford, didn't shake him off, and he gets an interception, but he gets hurt later on in the game. Watkins plays in safety, and then a touchdown happens, and he plays it wrong. So it makes you wonder how the, co- the Chargers coaching staff feels about Nazir Adderley's level of play. Like, where is he at? Like, is he, is he good with the playbook, the schemes? Maybe they're just worried about his health. Um, but experience is the best teacher. And now I'm wondering when will Adderley be, be in. I, I think he would make an impact right away. Maybe, the, maybe they're waiting for Der- Derwin James to return, and maybe they'll throw Adderley in there as well. But it just makes you wonder what the coaching staff is thinking because we have – he's a, uh, picked in round number two. That's a lot of stock. He should be able to be plugged in right away. And this defense is getting decimated with injuries. It's, it's starting to look bad. When is he going to be in? I, I think it's more of his health. I remember um, they're kind of keeping on the low key. He's not on the injury list at all. Um, I think they're just trying to not – maybe there's a panic going on or they don't want that to happen. But I think it's more of the injury because I think his play level is there. But I think later – I think so I think too. Next week, I think next week he's going to be a big part of it. But um, is there anything else you want to cover with these Chargers? Oof. I mean, there was a lot that happened yesterday. Um. I don't know. I, I think we have to take some positive from it because everyone's mostly negative today. I mean, against a Lions team at home that had some momentum, they, they rally around Stafford. But again, the defense missed a lot of tackles. Uh, Faison was picked on again. It's, it's, it's tough. I, if, they, if they're going to make a trade, I mean, Fitzpatrick, he's allowed to seek trade partners. I mean, I know you're falling in love with that, with that idea. I do. I am. Um, I think I don't think it, we're gonna trade our draft picks. Tom Telesco is not famous for that. Um, yeah, he is. Exactly. I think he, I think he is definitely worth a second rounder. I mean, he got the talent. He's a ex. He's a he was drafted in the first round when he was drafted. He's very young still. Um, but I think a, a free agent signing has to go down somewhere. Get someone off the pra- practice squad. Anyone who's willing to play. That's probably gonna happen this week. Something yeah. because. Um, Chargers are looking that those injuries are piling up. And yeah. It's not smelling good. Yeah. I mean, last week, uh, just going back a little bit, we lost the turnover battle against the Colts. But now this week, it was even. Both teams had two turnovers, but we still lost. And our turnovers were more at crucial moments in the game, late in the game, and it cost us. So I don't know. We Is it because of la- lack of preparation? I don't think so. I just think. This injury list is getting long. We're, we're, we're waiting for our key players to get back. Thank goodness not most of them are, are season-ending. We saw that breaking news today. Big Ben is having season-ending injury uh, surgery because he had an elbow injury. So thank goodness we have to look at the positives of that because we're going to have a lot of key players returning in the middle of the season, around week 8 through 10, I think so. And that's just going to be a big boost. That's usually when people are, 
are beat up. Not many people get playmakers back at that around time. We're getting so many playmakers back. So we just got to hold on. And now we're going to be playing against the Texans who have J.J. Watt, of course, and an electrifying Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. Like, how are we going to stop Watt and Hopkins, both sides of the ball? Yeah, it's going to be – that's going to be tough. I'm not too – I think we didn't – the Chargers did not get a sack yesterday. I was very disappointed in that. I think they got to attack. I think they got to be more aggressive. Get Deshaun Watson early and um, so he doesn't get time to throw. He is mobile, so we definitely got to keep an eye on that. But you also got Will Will Fuller, the fifth out there, speedy guy. That dude's always been injured, but now he, he or he's always been injured, but now he's healthy. And that dude is a deep ball threat. Hopkins, even if he is triple covered, he still manages to catch the ball. Yeah. The run game, I'm not too concerned about, but with this Charger defense, I am I am a little scared. I'm a little scared. I'm not giving up hope. This sounds like we're giving up hope. We're just we're just pointing out the facts. Yeah. I am still a diehard Charger fan. I still think we will we'll, we'll, we will win yes tomorrow or next week. It's just going to be a – I think it's going to be a dogfight. I think it's going to go down in the trenches. I think there's going to be sacks on both sides. I think it's kind of going to be a shootout. Phillip Rivers knew, knew he shot himself in the foot this week, and he's going to come back even yeah. stronger. It's not the – it's not the – it's not how hard he falls. It's how you come back up. So I think I think the Chargers are going to come, bounce back yeah. big this next week. I, I don't know. I felt weird after starting the season 1-0. And it feels weird saying that being at one and one kind of feels better <laughs> just because I'm used to the Chargers starting off slow. But, I mean, that's just how they are. They start off slow. I, I expect I, if there's any, anywhere to be a trap game, I'm, I'm glad it happened early, week two, for the Chargers. I mean, let's just keep positive thinking like that. Maybe they were just overlooking the Lions. But the matchup, I mean, you saw how the outcome came out. 13-10 loss. Now we're uh, hopefully they're matching up well against the Texans. I don't know. It's going to be a good one. Are you going to go to the game? Yes, I'll be at the tailgate getting interviews. Um, I believe you're going to be at the game. I might do some raffles. So I think you guys got to definitely go to the game. Thunder Alley. I'm going to be there at like eight, nine, nine o'clock. I'm going to be there at nine o'clock. I believe the game starts at one, if I'm not mistaken. So I'll be the, the tailgate opens at nine and I will be there. Come and find me. I have a poll going on to see what I'm going to wear. I'm going to let you guys decide what I'm going to wear. And the poll so far has me wearing, I believe, Philip Philip Rivers jersey. Philip Rivers jersey by 47%. Second place is my blue suit at 26%. Third place is my pink suit at 15%. And other is 12%. So it looks like I'm wearing my Philip Rivers jersey. There's, there's still one more day and two hours left. I don't think that's going to change. But make sure to find me. Sports guy David and um and Lucas will be there too. Yes, sir. All right. Well, there you have it. Next week, the Texans. It's going to be a great matchup. I can't wait. And um, I'm I'm sad. I'm happy to see these guys. I hope hope some of these guys come off the injury list. They're questionable. Maybe they'll be healthy this week. Um, definitely a free agent signee. Definitely have something. Something we got to make a move somewhere. Um, not panic mode yet. It's only week. It's only week two. Yeah. But, um, but uh, we sound so depressed. We <laughs> do a little bit. I, I put on my sad boy 3000 mode, so that's why I'm a little depressed. Plus, it's hot as hell in this room. Um, I don't know if it's sweat or tears. Technically, technically, we lost to an undefeated team, so you can look at it like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they tied last week, and um, Matthew Stafford is known for coming back, so I'm not too disappointed in our performance. Could do better, but there you have it. 
Sports Guy Dave. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Sports Guy David. I post interviews. I, I'm very active. A lot of people think I'm active on Twitter. If you tweet me, I will definitely tweet you back. Where can they find you, Lucas? On Twitter, you can find me at SugarFreeLucas and on Instagram, Lucas underscore Reyes. All right. Well, there you have it. Go ahead and follow the Fancy Sports Cave. If you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever outlet you're listening to. Go ahead and follow Fancy Sports Cave. A lot of interesting and amazing stuff coming out. Like I said, I'll be at Thunder Alley and I might get some raffles. If you guys want some free Charger gear, be there. There you have it. Sports Guy David, I'm out.